Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Dad's Beards Nerds News for February 5th, 2020. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Tommy. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First story for today, and it's a huge one. Rockstar Games co-founder Dan Hauser is leaving the company by Matt Kim of IGN. Dan Hauser, the co-founder of Rockstar Games and head writer of games like Bully, Red Dead Redemption, and Grand Theft Auto, is leaving Rockstar and Take-Two Games in March. News of the departure comes from a Take-Two interactive SEC report. A Rockstar Games spokesperson has added a comment regarding the news of Dan Hauser's departure. The company didn't address the departure directly, but reiterated that Sam Hauser's Dan's brother, a co-founder of Rockstar Games, is still employed by the company. According to Take-Two Interactive, the parent company of Rockstar Games, Dan Hauser will be leaving the company on March 11th, 2020. He previously worked on numerous Grand Theft Auto games, as well as Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. In a statement published ahead of the company's Q3 2020 financial report, Take-Two said, After an extended break beginning in spring of 2019, Dan Hauser, Vice President Creative at Rockstar Games, will be leaving the company. Dan Hauser's last day will be March 11, 2020. We are extremely grateful for his contributions. Rockstar Games has built some of the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful game worlds. A global community of passionate fans an incredibly talented team, which remains focused on current and future projects. This is huge for Rockstar and Take-Two, but they'll be fine. I don't see this really changing anything, and if anything happens, it'll probably be Hauser starting a new studio and making incredible games. So, it's a win-win. Our next story for today, EVO 2020 lineup and dates announced. EVO tweeted their lineup for their yearly fighting game tournaments running from July 31st to August 2nd of this year. There will be nine games at this year's event. Under Night in Birth, Tekken 7, Soul Calibur 6, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Samurai Showdown, Street Fighter V Championship Edition, Dragon Ball Fighters, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 being dubbed the Tournament of Champions to celebrate the game's 20th anniversary. I really like this lineup. We've got staples in there like Tekken and Soul Calibur, a few surprising games like Undernight and Grand Blue. I'm really, really glad Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is back for its anniversary, especially since that's arguably the best fighting game ever made. But the shocker here is the lack of Mortal Kombat. And I guess it's because the pro scene kind of died off. Personally, I think if Mortal Kombat ditched its variants, they might still be at EVO. But I'll be watching EVO. I'm especially going to be paying attention to Dragon Ball Fighters, Smash Bros, and that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 tournament. Let me know what you guys are going to be watching there. And our next story. Xbox boss doesn't consider Sony or Nintendo as their biggest competitors by Matt Kim of IGN. In an interview with Protocol, Spencer explained how Microsoft and Xbox see 
Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. This is because those tech companies both have top-end global cloud infrastructure, with Microsoft also has thanks to its Azure platform. I don't, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with Nintendo and Sony. While Google and Amazon are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world, and ultimately, that's the goal, Phil Spencer said. This statement pretty much describes all of Phil Spencer's mentality with Xbox since he took over, and honestly, I respect it. Xbox has been less focused on the console wars and more of improving the Xbox infrastructure, especially with cloud gaming and computing. And with Google and Amazon, two of the biggest companies ever, getting into gaming, especially with the cloud service and streaming, no matter how Stadia's ended up. But that's another conversation. Microsoft has to have their eye on them, and I'm pretty sure they're kind of ready to see what comes next, especially out of Amazon, to see how they can counter xCloud. And our final story for today. Final Fantasy VII Remake exclusivity shifted until April of 2021 by Andrew Smith. With the recent announcement that Final Fantasy VII Remake would be delayed until April 2020, Square Enix has revealed that the PlayStation 4 exclusivity will be pushed back as well. The Final Fantasy VII Remake exclusivity will now last until April 10th, 2021, according to the official box art. Initially, the exclusivity was supposed to expire on March 3rd, 2021, but was shifted along with the game in the delay. I expected this, but it really bums me out. I hate timed exclusivity, no matter what platform it is. I think that it's really bad for the games themselves and gaming as a whole. But every way they've promoted this game so far has been as an exclusive. And that's exactly how they're going to go forward with it. It's going to stay a Sony exclusive for a year. Cool. All right. Whatever. I'm bummed. But I assumed with the delay that the exclusivity would be delayed as well. It sucks, but oh well. And that's it for the news today. Thanks for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 a month. Follow us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, on Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast. Check out our Twitter bio to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community, or on twitch.tv slash Dad's Beards Nerds.